0: Ain't gonna burn ourselves out no more, ain't gonna burn ourselves out no more, got each other on our side, plus all the folks at FRIED, the burnout podcast with Kate Donovan. Welcome to FRIED, the burnout podcast, season five. The goal of each Fried episode, whether you're an entrepreneur, parent, employee, or otherwise defined, is to create moments of spontaneous healing by ensuring that you feel seen, heard, connected to others, and validated. By doing this, Fried fulfills its mission to kill the shame, blame, and judgment associated with burning out. And Fride adds to its original goal of creating a movement to hashtag end burnout culture. Should you need a coach, Fried Coaches are standing by to help guide you through recovery. Book a call anytime by visiting the links in the show notes. Should you need a speaker, you can hire me, Kate, and you can rest assured that your people will have fun and learn about burnout at the same time. In the meantime, I'm ready to give you this week's episode, which will help you heal just a little bit more, starting now.
1: Hi, Fried Friends. It's Sarah. Today we are talking about acceptance, specifically of who we are and the role we are meant to play in our lives. How is this relevant to burnout? Not acknowledging who you are as a person and the role you are meant to play in life can leave you feeling discontent. Like a dog that just keeps spinning in circles because he can't figure out how to be comfy so he can just be and sleep. And that is exhausting. If you're anything like me, when you were at the peak of your burnout, you did not feel like yourself anymore. Maybe you're in the worst of it now and are feeling totally lost. This is because your internal GPS, your nervous system is on the fritz. I did not feel like my sunshiny, grounded and optimistic self. And I did not like that feeling at all. I wanted to find myself again. Here's what I did. Early on in my recovery, I sat down and listed the results of all of the personality and constitution quizzes that I could remember taking. Here's what I learned about myself. Myers-Briggs says that I'm an INFJ. Human design told me I was a projector. Enneagram says I'm a number two giver. Chinese medicine describes me as an earth element type. Ayurveda says I'm kapha. Astrology labels me as a Leo sun sign, Scorpio rising, and Gemini moon. Elaine Aaron told me that I'm a highly sensitive person. I wrote out what I knew about each of these types to remind me of who I was. For example, almost 10 years ago, I was told that I'm a projector in human design. What I learned in that reading is that as a projector, I'm not meant to initiate. I'm meant to respond to invitations presented to me and that I'm meant to be a guide for others and that I am not built to work hard in the nose to the grindstone kind of way. This got my attention because I recognized that I was doing the opposite of those things at that time in my life. And although I wasn't burnt out yet, I could feel that the way I'd been living was not working for me. I wasn't waiting for invitations. I was pushing to manifest things into fruition on my own and trying to control as much as I could around me. And although I was an acupuncturist and in the helping profession, I wasn't seeing myself as a guide. I was taking on too much responsibility for the health of my patients. I was trying to do it all for them rather than guiding them on how to do it for themselves. One other thing that human design noted is that only about 20% of people are projectors. I also resonated with the description for INFJ when I read it. In short, we are known as gentle, caring, complex, orderly, insightful, creative, and highly intuitive individuals. We make up only about 1% of the population, which makes us the rarest of the 16 types. As we've talked about, I'm a highly sensitive person. We are known to be compassionate, apathetic. Deep processors with big feelings that are very aware of the subtleties in life. And we make up only 15 to 20% of the population. As an Enneagram type 2 known as the giver, we make up only 11% of the population. Are you hearing a theme? And all of these types are caring helpers and givers and very empathetic and compassionate. And are the less common personality types. I had always felt validated when I read these results because I focused on how I had chosen a helping profession before I had even taken these quizzes, and all of the qualities that felt true. But when I what I hadn't been recognizing was that in being these types, I was not meant to be doing life like most people. But I had been pushing myself as hard as I could to keep up and work hard like the masses. When I sat down and looked at all of these quiz results and descriptions and looked at what truly resonated for me, I realized that I am not like most. My personality traits make me one of the less common members of humanity. I am on the fringe. No wonder I don't tend to want to do or buy the same things as most, nor can handle the same kind of schedule. This realization helped me to accept that I'm meant to play a different role than most, and that it means that I have different needs than most. But until that was pointed out to me, and I truly took it to heart, I simply didn't know. And not knowing led to me trying to be like everyone else, to produce as much, to do as much as everyone else. And often it left me struggling to fit in. I often judged and shamed myself for not being able to keep up. I couldn't see as many patients as my other acupuncturist and massage therapist friends. I found out later that those friends were indeed a different type than I am. They are generators or manifesting generators, which means that they are folks that are wired for getting more work done. I was trying to be someone I wasn't and it felt terrible, and it definitely contributed, contributed to my burning out.
0: Fried fam, I tell you in nearly every episode that step one of your burnout recovery is blood work, and I know that a lot of you avoid it because it's a pain, and because your doctor has told you that everything is quote-unquote fine, and they refuse to test all the things that you think you need. What if I told you that you could test what you want, when you want, from your home, with just a couple of drops of blood? CyFox Health allows you to do just that. You can buy tests as one-offs or join a membership. Either way, you can test and track your results to help you make decisions about your burnout recovery journey. Get 10% off any membership, subscription, or one-time test kit right now. Go to scifoxhealth.com forward slash fried for your discount. That's S-I-P-H-O-X Health.com forward slash fried.
1: Even though I was in a helping profession, the way I was doing it was not working for me or the people I was working with because I was not playing the correct role. I was doing more for them than just being a guide. I was doing it for them. And that meant I was taking on too much. I'm not meant to be a worker bee and I'm not putting down anyone that is. We need all the roles in humanity to be provided for. So no one job is any less important than any other in my mind. We all have a role to play. My point is, That in order to recover from burnout, I needed to accept my role, the one that utilizes my strengths, the one that I'm wired for, the one that my constitution is suited for, my role as a helping guide. I am no longer offering acupuncture or massage. I'm now a burnout recovery coach. Switching to coaching means that I am in a guiding role, unlike acupuncture and massage, where I literally gave someone a treatment and did it for them. In making this choice, I have chosen to embrace my role as a guide and stop struggling in a role that isn't mine. It took me a long time to accept this role, but I sure am relieved to be here now. Accepting this role means that I say no to roles, jobs, and requests that are out of my wheelhouse. For a long time, I would say yes to everyone that needed help. I wasn't super confident about treating all the conditions that my patients showed up with, but I didn't say no because I was taught that Chinese medicine can help everyone with everything. So I held myself to that standard to the detriment of me and my patients. I said, yes, because technically I could help them all. And I did because Chinese medicine works, but it was very stressful and more difficult than it had to be. I am so much happier now and so relieved to be saying no to what isn't my specialty anymore. When I sat down and looked at all of my results, I had no idea that using my experience of recovering from burnout would become my role and show me who I would be guiding. But here I am. This is the power of accepting not only who we are, but how we change, how things change in life. We all evolve with time. And when we accept who we are as we grow, we can know ourselves better. And the more we know ourselves, we gain clarity around what to take on and how to spend our time and energy. This helps us say no to what isn't ours and let the rest go. This is crucial in burnout recovery. It's okay to delegate what isn't ours to those whose role it is. This is how we support others in doing the role that they are meant to play. When we all accept who we are and our specialties, we can better help those in need. We can take everything off our plates that isn't empowering for us to do. Doesn't that sound nice? If you are someone who isn't in personality quizzes, I've got a way to help you do this without taking any. For example, on my 41st birthday, which was August 2020, I asked my Facebook friends for this gift. I asked them to describe for me either a memorable moment, qualities of mine that they appreciated, and or ways that I had enriched their lives. The responses that I got were so wonderfully overwhelming and validating. So many friends replied with stories and compliments that clearly pointed out my strengths. I cried tears of joy and amazement. It also provided me with a ton of praise, which, as Kate has mentioned, is another important ingredient in the recipe for recovery. Whether you like the quizzes or not, I highly recommend you asking for this gift from your loved ones and to use the info you get to help you clarify your role via your strengths and what you enjoy doing, of course. After you write all of this out on paper, take a step back and look at the big picture info you get and have it help you clarify your role in this next chapter of life. If when you do this, you get overwhelmed or it's not your strength to assimilate large amounts of data into a summary, let me help you. Doing this is one of my strengths and I would love to help you look at this and determine your role moving forward. This is just one of the many things that Kate and I can help you with when you sign up for coaching with us. And if you want to know more about how we can help you personally, book a free call with one of us so we can determine if coaching is right for you. And if it's not, we will point you in a direction that will be better suited for you at this time. If you're not sure which of us to book a call with, take our fun little quiz to find out which coach will be a better fit for your needs. You can find the link in the show notes along with links to a few of those quizzes if you want to do those to help gather some data about yourself should you choose that adventure. I'll leave you with this. You don't have to be everything to everyone. You just have to be you and do the role that you're already good at. If that sounds relieving to you, please give yourself the permission to let go of offering everything that isn't yours. I personally know how hard this can be. But as Glennon Doyle said in Untamed, which is one of my favorite books, the good news is we can do hard things, especially when we ask for help and do them together, which is why we are all here. Take care, friends. Thanks so much for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Ain't gonna burn ourselves out
0: no more. Ain't gonna burn ourselves out no more. Got each other on our side, plus all the folks at Fried the burnout podcast with Kate Donovan.